Amen.
I want you to find something and just to tell him right now. As your act of worship, just find something to tell him right now. Something to tell him thanks about. Lord, we want to thank you for the miraculous outcome with Zamar. Lord, we want to thank you for the healing that you are working in my body right now. Lord, I want to thank you for the breakthroughs that only you can give. Lord, I want to thank you that I'm alive and well this morning. Lord, I want to thank you that I'm not sick and laid up in a bed somewhere. Lord, I want to thank you that you have kept us from falling. Lord, I want to thank you for your breakthroughs this morning. And for that, we bow our heads. We surrender our hearts. We bow ourselves before you. And we want to thank you this morning. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good. And his mercies endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of God. For he, come on, help me somebody. Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is God. For his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord of Lords. For he is good. And his mercy endures. Come on, young people, help me. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he has done great wonders. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For his miraculous and marvelous works. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he slew great king. Og, king of Bashan, uh, of, of, of Sihon, and Bash, and Bash, and, and Sihon, king of Bashan. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, who makes the heavens and the earth with all of its wonder. Somebody help me give God thanks. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for his mighty move in the midst of our nation. Oh, come on, give him thanks for what he's doing in our nation. I said, give him thanks for what he's doing in our nation. Right now, God has done miraculously, even with this COVID situation. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He's faithful, and His mercy endures forever. Give thanks unto the God of gods, because He has been good to this nation. Come on, give Him thanks, 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 give Him thanks. Give him thanks. Let's, let's join with the psalmist when he says, I sought the Lord, and He heard me. And deliver me from all my fears. Somebody help me testify with the psalmist this morning that this poor man cried unto the Lord and he heard me and delivered me out of many waters. Come on, help me testify with the psalmist this morning that he has delivered his darling from the power of the lion and he has smote the lion upon the jawbone and have delivered his darling. Come on, will somebody help me this morning? Will somebody help me this morning? Will somebody help me this morning? Somebody's victory is wrapped up in this moment right here. I said somebody's victory is wrapped up in this moment right here. Somebody's victory is wrapped up in this moment right here. So oh, give thanks unto the Lord for your own breakthrough this morning. Come on, let's, let, let, let's, let's take it Jamaican style. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord who paid JPS Light Bell. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord who pay NHT, uh, uh, 
mortgage oh give thanks unto the lord who take care of nwc water bill oh give thanks unto the lord who pay the quartz bill and the singer bill oh give thanks unto the lord who opened many doors will somebody give him thanks this morning oh give thanks unto the lord for he has provided me a house that i can sleep in oh give thanks unto the lord that he is meeting every need i have every day oh give thanks unto the lord for he is faithful and his mercy endures his mercy endures his mercy endures his mercy endures forever hallelujah 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 brothers and sisters i feel like testifying work with me work with me work with me work with me i feel like testifying this morning of the goodness of the lord i said i feel like testifying this morning of the goodness of the lord work with me work with me i feel like testifying this morning of the goodness of the lord for the lord is good and his mercy endures forever for the lord is good and his mercy endures forever i'm alive right now because of the goodness of the lord are you alive because he's good unto you i'm alive right now because of the goodness of the lord oh give thanks unto the lord this morning for this poor man cried and the lord heard him i said this poor man cried and the lord heard him come on say this poor man cried and the lord heard him help me brothers i said this poor man cried and the lord heard him oh this poor man cried and the lord heard him and set him free i want to do that one more time i said let us help help me testify i said oh this poor man cried and the lord heard him this poor man cried and the lord heard him this poor man cried and the lord heard him and he set him free he set him free well call young people say to me this poor man cried new song and the lord heard him this poor man cried and the lord heard him let me sing this poor man cried and the lord heard him and he set him free he set him free and he set him free he set him free one more time this poor man cried this poor man cried and the lord heard him 
This woman cried And the Lord heard him Oh, this woman cried And the Lord heard him oh, And he set him free 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 Yes, this poor man cried And the Lord heard him Let me sing This poor man cried And the Lord heard him Oh, this poor man cried And the Lord heard him oh, And he set him free Out of many waters He set him free Out of many dangers he set him free out of sorrows he set him free in his body he set him free from sickness and diseases he set him free and he set him free and he set him free come on everybody give thanks unto the lord give thanks unto the lord Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I said glory. I, I want to I honestly want to move on, but somebody's breakthrough is tied up in this little moment right here. And I do not want him to go home without being set free. There are persons that we have online right now watching us live. We don't want them to not receive what God has for them. I said someone's breakthrough is locked up in this moment right here. I want you where you're at, whether seated or standing, to reach up and touch the Lord and receive from him your own breakthrough. Receive from him your own victory. Receive from him your own deliverance. Receive from him, from him, your own testimony. Receive from him. I hear the Lord say, many are the afflictions of the righteous. There's somebody that has been afflicted right now. But there's another part to that verse. It says that the Lord delivers him out of them all. I said the Lord delivers him out of them all. I said the Lord delivers him out of them all. Help me, help me somebody. I said the Lord delivers him. Lord, you are delivering the afflicted soul. Lord, you are delivering the troubled soul. Lord, you are delivering those who are afflicted in the body. Lord, you are delivering those who are afflicted in the mind. Lord, you are delivering those who are afflicted in their thoughts. Lord, you are delivering. Yeah, hallelujah. 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 Somebody's breakthrough is locked into this moment right now. I want you to reach up and take a hold of it. I said I want you to reach up and take a hold of it. Take a hold, 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 somebody. Sister, take a hold, brother, take a hold, young people, take a hold, 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 take a hold. Take a hold. Take a hold. My God. 
My God. My God. My God. Oh, yeah. I'm having visions of someone who knelt beside their bedside sometime between yesterday and this morning. And you said, Lord, this is enough is enough now. This is too much now. This is too much. I cannot go through this one more time, one more day. Well, I have news for you today. Well, I have a word from the Lord for you this day. That while you was kneeling, he was right there listening. And he has performed what he you have asked of him. Your requests have been granted. Everybody says sticky. You know when you go to school and the teacher, you get a match right. The teacher give you a sticky. Everybody say sticky. Well, I hear the Lord says, I am giving you a sticky. Yes, yes, you're getting a sticky because something has changed right there. I said, look at your report. Take a look at your report again. Take a look at your report. Take a look at your report. There is a sticky. Oh my God. Hallelujah. 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 I'm trying to behave myself in the house. But the Lord said, there's a sticky. For the, when you ask of him this morning, the answer came back as yes, yes. Request granted. Request granted. Request granted. Request granted. Request granted. My God. My God. Request granted. So take a hold of the Lord right here and now. And receive the healing in the deep places of your being. Receive the healing in the deep places of your being, of your person. Receive the healing. Receive the breakthrough. Somebody have been asking God for confirmation on a matter. You have been before me and said, Lord, I need a confirmation. And you have put something before him that you want him to use as a confirmation. The Lord is saying, I'm going to do one better than that. I am telling you right now that the answer is granted. You are waiting for the signs to manifest. But he's saying, I'm telling you right now that the answer is granted. So we release you this morning in the grace and the authority of the Lord that you might experience God and the power of God and the might of God and the glory of God in the midst of this house this morning and wherever you are and sharing in this delight receive from the Lord this morning receive at his hand receive at his hand receive at his hand I said receive at his hand and I really want to move but I can't because someone is delaying your own breakthrough let go and let God come on let go and let God don't hold up the process let go and let God say to him I surrender if there's somebody 
you need to forgive let them go if there's something you need to lay aside lay it aside but let nothing stops you this morning from coming into what God had for you let go and let God let go and let God so father we thank you for your people here and online that you are meeting their needs you're answering their prayers you are working a work in them and you are showing them that you are no man's debtor that you are no man's debtor but that you are the one who made the promise and you will keep it I said you made a promise so promises kept great is your faithfulness your faithfulness I'm still in your hands this is my confidence you'll never fail me yet and I will not forget you have never failed me yet I want to talk the next part of it I see you move you are moving the mountains and I believe I see you do it again you made a way where there was no way and I believe you're doing it right now right here again again you're doing it again you're doing it again make a way out of nowhere Lord I know you can you can make a way out of nowhere Lord I know you can I say yes you can so Lord do it again Lord Lord do it again Lord Lord do it again I want to share this quickly before I say anything else. And uh, my wife and I were just in one of our times of prayer. And we're just sharing. And the Lord wants me just to share this with everybody. And this is, the Bible says that God will smite your enemy upon the cheekbone. And that he will deliver his darling from the power and the power of the enemy and for years I <clears throat> wondered what that looked like and one day he says go check out geographic explorer and I went on and discovered what that actually looks like and for you to get the understanding of the kind of deliverance that God is working in your life right now and they showed this huge lion in all of his prime and might 
who decided to take on a buffalo. And the buffalo kicked it and the lower jaw broke it till it hangs dangling towards the lower part of the face. And even though it have might in its paws and in its legs and there was strength, <laughs> the reality was that his jaw was broken and just hung in there. And they followed that lion and watched him walk away bleeding and blooded until flies got infected into the wound. And because his jaw cannot close, he both starved to death. Can I tell you that the God of your salvation has smite your enemies upon the cheekbone and he shall starve to death. He won't be able to eat up your stuff any longer. He won't be able to stop you any longer. He won't be able to, his arms and his claws and his paws may still have some juice, but his bite has been taken out of your situation. I said his bite have been taken out of your situation. I said his bite have been taken out of your situation. His bite is gone. And God has smitten and smote your enemies upon the street cheekbone. He has broken the jaws of your enemies. So this morning, rejoice. I can't pump you, but I'm going to tell you, rejoice. I said rejoice. Rejoice. Start the celebration. Pop the champagne. Pop the fee fee. Begin to blow in celebration and gratitude. Because the Lord of your salvation, the Lord of your salvation, the Lord of your salvation has granted your request and your breakthroughs. I said, Give glory to God, church. Give glory to God, church. Give glory to God, church. You may have a mask, but you're not muzzled. So give glory to God, church. I said, give glory to God, all ye people. Come on, let's shout to the Lord with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness this morning. For your faithfulness this morning. For your faithfulness this morning. I thank you, Lord for your faithfulness this morning I thank you Lord for your faithfulness this morning thank you Lord come on everybody put your hands together just for a while just begin just keep thanking him go ahead just thank him the Lord please go ahead don't stop keep going 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 Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. For there is breakthroughs. I said there is breakthroughs happening right now. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And give the Lord glory and honor that is due his name. 
Give him glory. 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 Little bit longer. Just a little bit longer. Just a little bit longer. Give him glory. Give him glory. Give him glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now I have permission to share. You may take your seats for a moment. And as you take your seats, I want you to take out something and which you are able to write. Before I left the house this morning, the Lord says, broadcast today live on Zoom. So I set it up just a moment ago. And so we have a number of persons with us who are watching us from different parts. I know at least one person from in the Cayman Islands. And we should have quite possibly one person in Ireland. But we are on in the house and we are on on an international forum. So I want those who are of us to take out a pen and write. Jot down some notes. Be diligent. The Lord, for the past several months, have been saying to me, He says, be diligent not to allow a word to slip. And the thing becomes so deep in my spirit. It's almost close to a year now. And he kept saying that. That we are not to allow a word to slip. That we are receiving word. But we are not being good guardians of the word that we are receiving from the Lord. We are receiving incredibly important heaven sent anointed messages but we are not being good stewards and guardians of what we are receiving there's a problem with our receptivity and a problem with our conversion conversion in that we are not translating what we are hearing into actual, tangible, calculatable, workable results and solutions and results. Not at the level and the magnitude of what we have been receiving. And so I mandated, in fact, I have been greatly disturbed for the past <laughs> several weeks now the thing was so gripping that at one point I sat just weep because I said Lord you have messed with everything inside of me with what I'm about to share and what I'm about to share is by no means the sum total of what there is to be shared but it is to be understood and so this is first and foremost the first passage 
that I want for us to capture this morning. Ezekiel 37. This is a passage that every one of us knows very well. We were taught it in songs in Sunday school. Years ago, we learned dry bones, dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. And then we begin to hear what bone is connected to which bone. And so I want to read this again for you to verse 14, from verse 1 to verse 14. And then we're going to be talking a little bit. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 37, verse 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which is full of bones and caused me to pass by them around about and behold there were very many in the open valley and lo they were very dry and he said unto me son of man son of man can these bones live and I answered oh Lord you know only you know again he said unto me prophesy upon these bones and say unto them O dry bones hear the word of the Lord this is what the sovereign Lord is saying or thus says the Lord unto these bones behold I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live and you shall live and I will lay sinews upon you and I will bring upon bring I will bring upon and I will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath into you please note twice breath I put breath into you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord so I prophesy as I was commanded I said so I prophesy as I was commanded and as I prophesied there was a noise and behold a rattling and the bones came together bone to his bone and when I behold, and then I behold, and when I behold, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them above. But there were no breath in them. Then said he, talking about the Lord, unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man. Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man. Say to the wind. This is what the sovereign Lord said. Or thus says the Lord. Come from the four winds. O breath. And breathe 
upon the slain and breathe upon the slain that they may live. So I prophesy as he commanded me and the breath came upon them and they lived and stood up and they lived and stood up I say and they lived and stood up on their feet an exceedingly great army an exceedingly great army then said said he said unto me son of man these bones are the whole house of Israel behold they say our bones are dry and all our hope are, is lost is there someone hopeless this morning they have said our hope is lost and we are cut off from our parts therefore prophesy and say unto them this is what the sovereign Lord says or thus says the Lord behold oh my people I will open your graves and cause you to come up out from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel and it shall and, and ye shall know that I the Lord has opened your graves oh my people and brought you up out of your graves verse 14 and law and last verse 14 and last and I will put my spirit in you and I will put my spirit in you I want to say it again and I will put my spirit in you and you shall live and I shall place you in your own land and I shall place you in your own land then shall you know that I the Lord have spoken it and performed it so I the Lord have spoken it and performed it says the Lord spoken it performed it said the Lord hallelujah hallelujah I want to give us one other passage to contemplate this morning and this is John 15 since you know it already I'm literally just going to read one verse and this verse 8 he says herein is my father glorified that you bear much fruit that you bear much fruit so shall you be my disciples so shall you be my disciples I'm going to reread that verse because I've gone through and broken it up and paraphrased it herein says this is how my father is glorified uh, this is how you can esteem and make glorious honor and magnified my father this is how you do it you do it by bringing forth by bringing forth by bringing forth often and plenteous by bringing forth more in quality and in a greater part than you have ever done before that by bringing forth excellently to bring forth a force to take what is before you by force that's what it means when it says to bring forth fruit that word fruit means to take by force so shall you be my student my learned ones 
my learned ones. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The human body has adult human body. 206 bones makes up the adult human body. Make a note of that. So 206 bones. Most of these bones appears in pairs. So in the skull, in the skull, there is 28 bones. 11 of those comes in pairs. So there are 28 bones in this part of the head. 11 of those comes in pairs. In the upper torso, it has 52 bones. 12 of those comes in pairs. In the upper extremities, there are 64 bones. 64 bones. And that come in pairs of 32. All of those bones comes in pairs. In the lower extremities are 62 bones. And those come in pairs of 31. All of those are also in pairs. This is a remarkable and incredible thing that the Lord has done in designing the man. What have shaped my thoughts in these past couple of weeks is the Lord opening my eyes to look again at this passage of Ezekiel 37 and to examine what are the purpose of these bones what are the purpose of the skeletal system that this system is designed to cover numerous functions and purposes first of all it is a scaffolding upon which the entire muscle and fleshly part of the, the body anchors itself that forms a scaffolding it is that which gives both shape and height so your skeletal system determines how high or tall or how short you are once it has grown its maximum it provides protection for all of the major organs in the human body all of them it is the skeletal system also determines the possible or the strength of an individual how strong you are is determined by that skeletal structure that you have it is a place in which the red blood cells are manufactured in the body it is also stores minerals and other nutrients for the body including fat and it is the chief protector of the spinal cord that is how 
fascinating this thing is. Another important thing that we need to understand about this, these bones, is that when God was speaking to, to his servant, the prophet, he's speaking to them, him, about a people who were not actually dead. They were not dead at all. They were actually alive. But even in that state, where persons are alive and mobile, it is possible for one to feel dead. We hear their own testimony that they said our bones are dry. Our hope is gone. That someone can be dealing with hopelessness to such an extent that you actually feel like you're a dead man walking. And so that was the state that they were in. Another important feature that you need to understand about bones and this in particular what we're dealing with here in Ezekiel is that we're dealing with structures. We're dealing with structures. The bones form the structure. Your entire frame is, there is a structure. These are Structures that are put in place for the, pro, for the protection of the body in terms of its, all of its internal organs. Those are structures, solid structures. And the bones are very strong. Our bones are very strong as structures in their protective nature. The purpose of God giving our, our structure is so that we are able to grow that we are able to grow by, in terms of, let me, let me take it another way. That these bones are being used in a parallel nature in the scriptures to indicate to a people that if you're going to rise up and become a great army, there are some things that is needed and that requires a pulling together of all of your structures that even as a church if we're going to grow in this season if we if we're not going to just linger on if we're not going to just allow just to exist and just to float that our structures have to be robust and our structures have to change to actually support the vision and the direction that God is actually taking us because they determine the growth, the height. It determines uh, these different aspects of our bodies. It is the structures that the entire fleshly part is built upon. It is after you have established the structures, that's when you build. Now, I had a couple of trips in the Eastern Caribbean. And when I went in, I was flabbergasted. I was flabbergasted because they have a method of building buildings that was strange to me. I am looking at massive structures and all of them look as though they were standing on stilts. 
like everything is on stilts. And so we were invited. The pastor that had gone to, especially in Dominica, Pastor Serent. And, in, and so we were invited to go to bless a house along with him. And when we went to the location, right next door, they were building another house. So I get an opportunity to see this thing from its infancy. And what I saw shocked me out of my wits. That the first thing they did after they have marked out the foundation and dig all of that out. And they lay the major part of the foundation down there in the crown. They then boxed up all the columns. If it's a three bedroom house, they boxed all the columns, three bedrooms all the way up. Every single column is in place. All the cross connecting columns are attached. And they do all the columns. And when it is no time to add, they start at the topmost floor. They then seal that floor. And then they put in the side walls. All of these, if you look at this building here where these metal columns are, they will just establish a column and then put the walls in afterwards. And then they put the roof on. And then they move upstairs and then build downstairs in Jamaica we build downstairs and move in and then we build upstairs they work it the other way around what was fascinating was when I asked the builder I said sir aren't you afraid that an earthquake will come and shake this thing down they said no because the building the strength of the building is all in its columns it's not the side walls all the strength of the building is in the columns so if you do the columns well then the building is well done when we are talking about structures here and systems we're saying that if we approach what god is saying in this season correctly we cannot fail we cannot fail let me make it absolutely clear so that we're on the same page together. God says in Jeremiah 29 in, when he described to them what's happening as his judgment took over the land where the honorable people were taken away, the, the royalties, the nobles, the, they were bringing into, gone into captivity, taken into captivity. And God looked at those who are walking through this difficult time of their life. And you'd expect when you're walking through difficulty for God to just come and pat you on the shoulder and says, never mind you here, it's going to work out. No, that's not what he did. God looked at these people and he says to them, now listen, he says, I want for you while you're walking through the most difficult time of your life, see to it that you do not diminish. Diminish. Make certain that you do not diminish. Don't become less. But rather, you must increase. So while you are walking through this period, even of COVID, make certain you are not coming out at the other end less than you went in. You must come out with an increase. 
and then he said to his people he says while you are walking through this difficult time this is the time to buy land let me say it another way that when you are walking through like we are walking through right now the, the, in the international arena the economists and the investors are saying that what we're experiencing worldwide is a once in a million years experience they're actually saying it is the most advantageous time even for the poor even for the poor and what they're saying is that the season we're walking through right now every single person need to find something and invest in it this is the time they said to invest but they are learning that recently God had declared it from all the way in Jeremiah he said see to it that you buy land in other words invest invest in property invest in goods and services invest in businesses invest in stocks and bonds invest in whatever is before you but see to it that you do not come out less than you go in then he says get married could hear a pin dropped so he says get married if you're not married we're not trying to force ripe you or to even put somebody and say thus said the Lord this is the man no we're not saying that but what we're saying actually is that make certain that you are doing everything work on you in every way that you are prepared for what God is doing in the season Jeremiah he says get married he says uh, give have children he says give birth give birth to something give birth to something give birth to something kind of point to the person beside and said give birth to something give birth to something don't just go through this period and not come out with something new give birth to something give birth to something greater he says get married give birth to something and then give your children into marriage and then he says because i know the thoughts that i think towards you i am telling you this because my thoughts towards you are good they are exciting they are pleasant it is to give you a hope and a future and an expected end and then he says and you must grow in your relationship with me for you must come to me and pray and seek me and you shall find me when you have searched for me with all of your hearts you cannot afford to diminish in this time you must get deeper everybody say deeper still in your relationship with the Lord you must get deeper in your relationship with the lord you must get deeper you must appropriate the words that you are getting you must convert the words that you are getting into uh workable solutions structures we need these structures that these structures are of the skeletal system is where the ligaments and the tendons do their work connecting muscle to muscle and muscle to bones that is a function that they do that need for you to understand in understanding the importance of structure I, shouldn't, I didn't even say that we're dealing with understanding the importance of structure uh, in understanding the importance of structure that no person, ministry 
our church, our organization is able to perform at its optimum without having good workable structure. You're not going to do well in your life if you don't put structures in place. You have to put structures in place. Right, let, me, let, me, let me make it another way for you. So, there is a big debate between Jamaica and the rest of the Caribbean in relation to CSEC and CAPE. Whether or not it should be postponed until September or it is to be had in July as they are intended. Please understand that with the shift in COVID, they have tried to move all of these um, different things <laughs> to what somebody called high school at home and university at home online. So that's what they call it. And they're trying to move all of that to that. In a situation where a considerable amount of the persons in school do not have access to internet connection. And if they do, it is unsustainable because you have to buy data in order for it to work. That is the situation. But how are you going to survive and come out on top as a student in this time? You will survive and come out on top if you have put in place structures. The kind of structures that allows that you are self-taught and self-motivated. That you have to sit down and match out for yourself what your purpose is and what you want out of life and be determined whether I'm in the school compound or not I am getting straight A's you have to put structures in place some of the brightest students that we have seen in this country and in other nations have not got their brightness in the formal school system they are actually homeschooled and home taught it is the structures that you put in place that will make you successful in this time. So let me talk to my young people here in the midst of this place. Begin to put in proper structures. Study time, sleep time, play time, work time. Put a system in place and work that system and you will come out on top. Put in structures. Put structures in place. The teachers cannot do it all for you. As a matter of fact, this is one of the few times that you don't get to actually regurgitate knowledge, but rather to seek it out for yourself. Because most of our learning system is based on regurgitation and God is raising you up as a kingdom people to actually think and be creative. Find back yourself. Get back your plum, true plum, and put structures in place because you are more than a conqueror through Christ who strengthens you. Can I, can I give you one more word? That it is the God whom we worship that look at you and say to you, you will be wiser than your teachers. <laughs> Did you all hear that? I said, he said, you'll be wiser than your teachers. And if that wasn't good enough, he says, I will make you and your tongue like the pen of an expert writer. Think of the most expert writer you can find. And he says, I will make you like them and better than them. Put in place structures.
proper structures. It is structures that would help us to understand that. Another important reason for having structures and good structures is that it is not just good enough for us to have what does I say? Having a good structure is just as important as having a good message. So for a church, we will have to look at every structure. Structure in our men's ministry, structure in our women's ministry, structures in the kingdom shapers, structures in all of the different areas and to see how we can adjust and tweak and make better these structures. Why? Because we have a message. But if the message have no structure on which it's going to work and build, we will have a good message, but we don't get the results we're looking for. The other important thing is that we the good news. So we have good news. The good news of the message that we bring. So we have a good news and a message that we bring. This message will even, as we go out, for instance, in our evangelism, as we structure that more and we go out in our evangelism and we are taking the message to them. When the communities receive this message from us, if we do not have the correct structure in place, then what we have is just that we are messengers. But it is the structures that we put in place that makes us create and build a family. So whenever we talk a family, we talk about family structures. So it's not good enough. So as a church, we're not going to be content with just going and preaching on the street side. We are determined to put in a robust discipleship system where while you are being discipled, you are discipling somebody else. And we're very serious about that. Because this is the time for this. Here is what Ephesians says. Ephesians 4 and verse 16 says, From whom the whole body fitly, fitly joined together and is compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part maketh increase of the body unto edifying of itself in love. So let me paraphrase. Ephesians is saying to us that we are a body. Say that with me. We're a body. Remember that the body has a skeletal system inside. So we're a body. And that this body, the internal systems, the structures that are inside, if they are not communicating and connecting properly, then that body is not coming into its own measure, its, its measurement. It's not growing. Ezekiel says, as I prophesied, there was a rattling in the, in the valley. And when this rattling started, all of a sudden, bones started connecting to bones. Say that with me. Bones are connected to bones. That is having the right structure. So we're going to not only have structure, but the linkages that make these systems work. The right kind of linkages that make this work. So we're not, we're not content with just having a good message. We want to have structures in place. Next point. 
I want to address our own personal structures. Here is what Matthew 25, 15 says. And unto one he gave five talent. To another, two. To another, one. Every man according to his several ability. I want you to underline that little phrase. Everyone according to his several ability. And straight away took his journey. So this rich man, this rich man decided to apportion out his wealth. And by the way, for our consistency and our um, being on the same page, when we're using talent here, we're not talking about singing, dancing, and that kind of stuff. Talent here means money, specifically money. The others, like singing, dancing, and all of that, they are called gifts in the scriptures. So those are gifts. So I'm going to deal with both gifts and I'm also going to deal with talent in it. So this rich man, he gave to three persons sums of money. And he says, I am making you partner in my business. By giving you this to invest. I'm coming back later. Some, year, some time later when I come back. I want to collect from you. My portion. Well, the one who got five. Took it. Invested it. Got five more. The one who got two took it. Invested it. Got two more. The one who got one took it. Hmm. We have to pause right there. So he took it. That much we know. And then he buried it. He buried it. And in burying it, he did nothing. Man came back. Everyone is to give an account of their stewardship. And the failure of this man. In fact, this man looked at the rich man and says, not only are you rich and wicked and bossy, but you expect me to add to your richness, your wickedness, and your bossiness. I will have none of it. That's what he said. Flip this if you wish. And think of it as God endowing you with abilities, putting in your hand resources. And imagine he comes back to you and say, give me an account of your stewardship. And you're going to look at God to tell him, you have a bad habit of wanting to collect from where you have not sown. A bad habit of expecting nothing or something out of nothing you have a bad habit of wanting me to produce more than I'm capable of I will have none of it imagine we saying that to God well let's examine our own personal lives and our own personal structures and let's look at what we're seeing here 
Now, your skeletal system is what determines the amount of weight that you are capable of lifting. Not just your muscles, but your skeletal structure is what determines the amount of weight that you are capable of lifting and also capable of carrying. And one of the reasons, here is where we know I want everybody to pay attention. Write it down, but pay attention. Here is the reason why we are not being successful in a number of the initiatives that we are doing. Successful on an individual basis. Why we are not prospering. Why we are not actually, when we pray and God answers, why we are not seeing the results that we are expecting. This is where the problem lies. We are not seeing it because our structures are wrong. Our structures are either deformed or it is, it's not up to where it ought to be. Alright, that, that may not make more sense. So let me say it another way. The structures I'm talking about here are your personality, your temperament, your attitude, your character, your spiritual growth and maturity. If when those things are out of work, it affects every aspect of how you prosper. Let me make it clear so you understand me. There are some places I will never go and shop. I'll never buy there. Because the customer service is absolutely atrocious. And once you have experienced it and realized that you are spending and investing in these people's uh, businesses... But they are treating you as though you are of no importance or of any regard. You can find some... They are treating it as though it is you who need them and not them who need you. And when we live like this, we are in trouble. So listen to me, brothers and sisters. We need to examine, is my personality pushing people away? Or is it allowing them to come closer? So let's say you are in a customer service driven type of a business. Is my personality and my attitude, is that encouraging customership or is it pushing them away? How are we going to fix that? Character. Character is another important one. Are you truly a person of character? When you say I'm going to deliver at this time and this date. Do you deliver at that time and on that date? Or, or, do you have an excuse? So your character and your integrity are crucial there. Spiritual growth. How are you growing? How are you actually growing? Or should I ask, are you growing? Are you better spiritually now than you were sometimes before? Are you growing? Where is your spiritual growth at? Are you the same at this? Are you at the same level this year as you were last year? Are you? Are you? Can you handle anymore? Please note. How significantly important this is. In 
Chronicles, First Chronicles, chapter 11 and 12. It says that David put people in charge based on their ability to manage. How much can you manage? How much can you manage? How much can you manage? The question becoming hard as we go along. Can God trust you with more? I've had to take this and go through my own system and examine. Can he trust you with more? Uh, let me say it another way. That if you are now at an earning potential, an earning level, where you, let's say you are making $50,000 for the month. And you have been asking God for a new job and asking him for promotion and asking him for things like that. The question becomes how can he trust you with more? Can he? How have you managed your current situation and the resource in your hand? Are we still robbing God? And note I said we. Are we still robbing God? Are we still finding excuses not to honor him in our first fruit and in our giving? Are we spending it on the latest 